We know that the reason why we begin Slichas before Rosh Hashanah is in order to prepare ourselves for Rosh Hashanah. And the Ramah says that the minig of Ashkenaz is to begin the Sunday prior to Rosh Hashanah with ensuring there's at least four days of Slichas. And the Mishnah Brewer quotes the al Rabbah who says, because on Rosh Hashanah the Torah commands us to bring a carbon, but it doesn't use the usual language of vehikraftem ayla, which means you bring, you sacrifice a carbon. Rather, it says vasisem ayla, which Chazal explained to mean you make yourself into a carbon. And therefore, if we're the carbon, so there's a certain minimum amount of preparation that every carbon required. You had to sequester the carbon for four days and check it again and again and again, four times in a row, to ensure that it doesn't have any mum, it doesn't have any blemish, and uh, is worthy of being a carbon before Hashem. So if we're going to make ourselves into a carbon, so we need to do the same preparation process of four days, checking ourselves again and again to see that we ho- have no mum and we are perfect and able, and, and able to be a carbon. <clears throat> when Rosh Hashanah falls out earlier, as uh, this year, like when it falls out on Monday night, so we can't start Matzah Shabbos because we won't have four days, so we start the previous week. And we start again from Matzah Shabbos, and we end up having more than four days of Slichas. We have six, seven. And what's the reason for that? So that is the second reason why we, besides the fact that we want a minimum of four days, we also specifically want to start on Matzah Shabbos. Why is that? So that the Mishaburu just seems to say it's like a light plug, where they quanted a set day. But there is a Leka Yeshur. Leka Yeshur was a Rishon, he was a Talmud of the Trum Sadeshan. And he says that the reason why we begin on Matzah Shabbos is because Matzah Shabbos is a time of simcha. It's a time of, of joy, of, of elevated service to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's simcha shal mitzvah. Uh, and, and the reason why we say slichas on Matzah Shabbos, he says, is because on Shabbos no one worked and we had time to immerse ourselves in learning. And we enjoyed Shabbos. We did the mitzvah of Einig Shabbos. We acquired a mitzvah of simcha shal mitzvah. And that's the emotion you have to begin slichas with. You have to come from simcha shal mitzvah in order to begin the process of saying slichas because ein hashchina simcha. So if we want to create a true connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, it has to begin with that simcha shal mitzvah. And the fact that these two factors influence when we start saying slichas: one, the fact that we need four days to prepare ourselves, and two because we want to start with Simcha Shal Mitzvah, actually gives us an insight of what exactly it is that we're trying to accomplish by saying Slichas. You think about the first reason that we're checking ourselves again and again to make sure that there's no blemish, just as the carbon has to be checked, that there's no mumin, so likewise we have to check ourselves. So the question, of course, we have a very penetrating question, is what happens if we find a mum, right? Now, really, it's not a question, because we can, I think, confidently say we will find a mum. <laughs> so what, what now what? So now we can't make ourselves a carbon on, on Rosh Hashanah? So maybe one could say that, well, we're going to be saying Vidu, we're going to say Hashamnu, and uh, we're going to take care of all those women before Rosh Hashanah. But, I, speaking for myself, I, I highly doubt we will accomplish a satisfactory level of tshuva in the few days that we have now before Rosh Hashanah without having the whole process of Aserah Simei Tshuva and Yom Kippur and Kuli Haiva Ulai. So you think that through a couple of days of tshuva we'll actually manage to perfect ourselves, that we will have no mum and no blemish and we'll be a perfect carbon, and the interesting reality is that if you learn the source, which is uh, your Shalmi, it sounds like we're kind of guaranteed of being a worthy carbon. 
the Shalmi says, craft them. By all carbonas it says, craft them. Kanksivasisem, and here it says, you make yourself. Armelana Kadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Klal Yisrael, Mikivin shenichnastem ledin lefanai, being that you entered into din, into judgment, in front of me, Rosh Hashanah, v'yitzasim b'shalom, and you exited in peace. We just got a good judgment. Malani alechem kilo nevresem berichadasha. I therefore will make automatically consider it as if you recreated yourself into a new being, a new creation. So amazingly, it seems that all we need to do is show up on Rosh Hashanah. You have to be nichnas lafan eladin. As long as you show up on Rosh Hashanah, we'll be judged, and hopefully we'll exit on the correct side of that process. And 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 then that's it. We become brand new people, as if we made ourselves into new people. Now, you could say, fine, you know, we'll take it. <laughs> if that's all it takes, that's fine. But it's very hard to understand what would it be just because we're nichnas lefanei ladin, we are guaranteed of becoming beri chadasha, as if a person clean, pure, without a blemish, tamim, without any chatayim. And, you know, now it makes sense that the process of slichus makes a lot more sense. It, 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 apparently we could make ourselves perfect karbanis. We could come into Rosh Hashanah and if we somehow go through the din, we become these perfect people and, and indeed we are really worthy to be a karban. But how does it happen? So I think the key phrase over here is Mikivin shenichnastem ladin lefane Rosh Hashanah. You came in front of me in din in Rosh Hashanah, which means... It's something that we can actually do, and the Swarm explained it that way. It's something that's in our hands, which means when we are judged on Rosh Hashanah, essentially it's a pretty impossible situation. Because Baruch sits in judgment, all the malachim are standing there, the whole Pamayish Lamaila, and there's no kidding around, right? Everything has to be explained, everything has to be rationalized, and obviously we know that if we would need to rationalize our actions in any place except for our own hearts, it becomes very difficult to get to the end of the sentence when we're trying to explain ourselves and, 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 and justify what we've done. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a certain kind of mental exercise if you try to think, if I would actually have to explain myself in front of a human judge, would I be able to do it? Would I be able to get to the end of my argument? And yet, we walk into that judgment, and the reason why we do is because we have a way to exit in peace. And the way to exit in peace is to access this amazing gift that HaKadosh Baruch was willing to give us to make us into a new person. And the way to do that is to stand in front of Hashem for judgment. Now, obviously that happens whether we like it or not, but what it means is, is that we should, that should happen in our hearts as well. And that's the key of being nichnas lefane ladin, is to come to Rosh Hashanah and have achieved a recognition of just that fact that we're going to be that will judge us and he will consider all that we've done and who we are and what we are and what our mission is and, and what our worthiness is and if we are ready to acknowledge that that's going to happen if we're willing to be real and understand that this is where, what's going to happen in a few days that is the key to being Yitzel Shalom and Rosh Hashanah that recognition essentially is the core Yerushalayim that's expected from us on Rosh Hashanah. To simply to show up, but to show up in a real way. To show up and, and understand that what, what's happening today. And what is this all about? And to become, feel to some degree 
some of that Yerushalayim, some of that feeling of what it means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to review us and, and make a decision about how our next year is going to come out. And Chazal tells us very clearly that that hachna, that humility, is a, the key for Rosh Hashanah being a successful Rosh Hashanah. Kol Shana Sherosha Mitchilasa, any year that's poor, which means we we come to Rosh Hashanah with the feeling of we have to beseech HaKadosh Baruch for anything and everything that we want. We won't get it unless HaKadosh Baruch grants it to us. Then we're guaranteed to have a happy ending to the year. And Chazal say in Medrash two very powerful statements. They say, Everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said is puzzle about a behema, in other words, everything that Hashem said is a blemish and is a mum in an animal, that is what Hashem said is kosher when it comes to a person. The Torah says that a behema can't be blind, it can't be broken, it can't have a, this kind of mum, that kind of mum. But by a person, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is machshir, if he has a broken heart and a, a humble heart. A lev nishbar v'nidke is actually the simon of perfection in a human carbon. If we want to know what does it mean that through slichos we go four days and we check ourselves and we check ourselves to make sure there's no mum, actually the just explains what we're looking for is a mum because in a person that mum is actually what our perfection is. The lev nishbar v'nidke, what's a mum by a behemoth so to speak, figuratively speaking, is what makes us actually perfect when we are able to achieve some measure of recognition of the humility necessary to stand lefanai bedin. The Medrash goes on to say, Amr al-Aksandri, hahedyit hazeh, a simple king, im mishtamish bekelem shvurim, if you were to use with broken vessels, g'nai huloi, that's, 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 Disgraceful for him. But Hashem, he specifically chooses that his vessels he utilizes are broken. And the best preparation for Rosh Hashanah is to develop some level of this, of this humility. And the, the more real, the more access we can have to this knowledge, the more we can internalize the truth of the fact how much we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how much we are, how little we have to bring to the table when we are asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to grant us a year of bracha and a year of hatzlacha, that humility is what is, demonstrates where Aymed Lafana Bedin, that we know we're standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bedin, and that's a Shana Shirasha Mitchalasa, that's Mesasharas Besaifa, that's a year that's poor in the beginning, but is guaranteed to be Yoytze Bishalem, and that recreates us. And now we start to understand that obviously this is not as easy as it seems. But as with all levels of tshuva, there are many, many levels of it. And whatever level we can internalize of this thought process, any, any part of this we become a part of, that we can feel what it is to be in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what it means to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for something, the, the, a piece of the humility that's necessary to humble ourselves in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Whatever level we achieve, we have achieved a level of Asisa Matmachem Lafana. You've created a new person in front of me. You've created your, recreated yourself into a carbon that's perfect without a blemish. And it's very clear that that is the purpose of why we say Slichas, because the whole Slichas is full of that. 
we start we're not going to come in front of you not with not with thinking we have chesed not thinking we have deeds we knock on your doors like poor people like destitute people and we talk about the greatness and awesomeness of Hashem. Hashem is so great. And we speak about how lucky we are that we have the opportunity to daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We, in the great kindness, we're able to come to your house to prostrate ourselves and daven in front of you. And then we take note of the fact that Hashem's judgment is very serious. We just had this Pasuk in uh, the end of Yuvamis, that Pasuk talks about the din of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, no one is speared, no matter how great a person is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is medaktik, and we acknowledge that our lives are in His hands, we acknowledge that Hashem is all-powerful, there's no hiding and escaping from Hashem, you own the earth, you own the heavens, there's no escape from Hashem, and we remember how important it is to fear Hashem. Milo who well, doesn't fear you, the ruler over the nations, and you're worthy of that fear. And finally, after all the praise and recognition, we admit, what do we really have to say? Yeshav Maram in front of you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sits on high. What can we tell you? What kind of righteousness can we present to you? We don't have an, a, a mouth to give any answer. We don't have the chutzpah to try to, to, to elevate ourselves in front of you. And, and this is what we're trying to achieve. Very simply, what it says is what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to come to the recognition that when you stand in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it needs to be with humility. And that's the key to Rosh Hashanah, to enter Rosh Hashanah with whatever level of humility we can achieve, we can achieve and that's Lev Nishbar Benidka, Hashem Sivzef. We can have some amount of humility, some amount of Lev Nishbar that's Tamim. That is the Tamimus of a person. A person becomes a perfect carbon when he's able to achieve some level of it. Now, obviously, there's one major impediment for us doing that is, is uh, we need to wake up. We need to start thinking about things like that. And as the Rambam says, that's the purpose of the Shaifer. It says, Even the, the Kiyah Shaifer in Rosh Hashanah is Xeris HaKasav, Remez Yeshboi. There is a remez, Kleimar Uri Uri Yushenim Yishinaschem. You should wake up from your sleep. Pekitsu Nerdam Mitterdamaschem. You have deep sleep. Come out of it. Vechipsuba Maisechem. Look through your actions, your deeds. Vechizru Betshuva and do Tshuva. Vezichru Berachem and remember Hashem. So the, the purpose of the Tekiyah Shaifa on Rosh Hashanah is to start us thinking, stop the thinking process. Start us, the, the, our hearts should start turning about this. What was our life like? What was our life the past year? What will our life be the next year? What can we do different? How can we change? How can we serve Hashem better? But it's that thought process that is demonstrating that we're taking the fact that we're Nichnas Lafanai Bedin seriously, and we're acknowledging it, and we're recognizing it, and that's what we need to accomplish. We have to be Nichnas Lafanai Bedin. To come into Rosh Hashanah, walking into a din as people walk into a din. But here is a, a very powerful point that on one hand we have to view ourselves as we say in Slichus as Kedalam Ocharashim Defaknu Dulasecha we have to view ourselves as Aniyim poor we have nothing we have nothing to show we have nothing to come with we have no leverage but on the other hand the Gemara says that Kalal Yisrael is Bnei Melachim Kalal Yisrael is the sons of kings and this 
The Gemara says it, uh, it makes a difference in how you have to treat your employees and there's other nafkaminas, other differences in halacha. So on the other hand, there is a very real truth about Klal Yisrael that we are not poor, we're not destitute, we're actually mamlachas kainim v'goy kadosh. We have, a ro- we have the, 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 the nature of royalty and we need to be treated like royalty. And that recognition is also key in Avedis Hashem. We have to recognize on one hand that we need to get everything from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and in that way we're Ani and we're Dalim and we're Russian and that's the humility that we need to approach. But on the other hand, we have to recognize the tremendous Ashiris we have, the tremendous richness that we have, which is the Torah Mitzvah. The Torah is what, what makes us Mamlachas Kainim Vigay Kadosh, and that elevates us to the level of kings, and that elevates us to a tremendous wealth. And it's only when we have both those thoughts that we can truly serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why it's so key that we begin slichas on Matzah Shabbos, because before we start the process of humility, and together with the process of humility, is simultaneously the same thought that true, from our own schosim, from our own whatever we've done, from our own deeds, we have no way to achieve and to, to accomplish and to get anything in this world. We are totally have to subjugate ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with humility to expect anything in this world. But who are we? What is our chashivas? What is our, our, how are we presenting ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? We're B'nai, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, we're Mamlachas Kayin, and we're Kaddish. We have the Torah and we have so much potential in the fact that we have the, the, the ability to, to keep Torah and mitzvahs. And that's why this chilek of Avedis Hashem is approached with the same simcha and the same joy as any other part of Avedis Hashem. And it's, it's not a contradiction in, in essence. In essence, when we do achieve that level of humility, that is the greatest achievement a person can achieve. It's Yerushalayim. It's true Anava. It's true Yerushalayim. It's true humility. And we've truly perfected ourselves. And it's when we recognize our Anius in that way is when we come to the realization of our godliness, of how holy we truly are, of how, how, what an elevated nation we can make ourselves through putting ourselves in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, being mevatel ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, subjugating ourselves to the Malach Malachah Hamlachim. It's a, a difficult task, but a very, very necessary task to be able to work with both these two aspects of Avedis Hashem, the, the power of pride in who we are, and at the same time the humility, knowing how much we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu. <clears throat> It's, we say on, we start, when we say Tzitzlichus, we finish with a video, Yashamnu, Begadnu, Gazalnu. I heard of, of Aaron Cutler says that the video you say during a Saras Yemei Tshuva is you're reviewing Chatayim, you're reviewing Averis, you're trying to do Tshuva. But before Rosh Hashanah, he says that's not exactly what you're doing. You're actually asking yourself a question. You're saying Yashamnu, Begadnu, Gazalnu. The expectation is not so much to do the tshuva before Rosh Hashanah as much to start thinking about tshuva before Rosh Hashanah. The, the, the expectation is to start making a reckoning 
so that we can start having a realization and a reality of who we are, of what we are, and how much we need a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's not the tshuva that's so important before Rosh Hashanah, but the tshuva that is important before Rosh Hashanah is that tshuva, a recogni- the, the humility necessary to come to Rosh Hashanah without the expectation of we deserve this and we deserve that and we, we're, we're, we're righteously asking, and instead to approach Kedalam, Mucharashim, Defaqna, Dulasecha, if we can achieve that, then we have the guarantee of the Gemara that Kal Shana Shirasha Bitchilasa, any year that begins with this feeling of humility, this feeling of Rosh, this feeling of asking a Kaddish Baruch Hu for everything and without you we're nothing, is what guarantees us to be Zaycha to Misasharis Besaifa.